Father, Almighty Father, is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I have a Father, Abba Father, I have a Father, Almighty Father. He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I am a Father. Beloved, I welcome you to this uh, Sunday morning, the very first Sunday of the month of October 2022. I want to appreciate God again for all that He has done for you and me. To Him alone be praised. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray this morning that in our services today, in our fellowship with God today, may we encounter Him afresh. May the Spirit of God minister to every one of us. May the Lord take us to Himself, minister to the heart of each one of us, that we shall encounter Him and we shall return with testimonies of God's visitation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And this morning, I want to pray concerning tomorrow's program, the All Your Children Pray program that holds by 9 o'clock. I'm asking, O oh God, that you please gather your children together all of those children that should be there from ages of 7 to 20, 21. Lord, wherever they are, as many as should be there, from churches, from schools, from clubs, from various organizations, families, Lord, I pray that you will gather them together and you will impact every of their lives with your blessing, the blessing of salvation, deliverance, by knowledge, impartation. Lord God of heaven, I'm just asking that God, you will do what you alone can do. Lord, I ask that the heavens will open over that meeting. You will, you will touch lives. You will save, you will deliver, you will liberate. Destinies shall be imparted in the mighty name of Jesus. All our fathers of faith that have been invited, Lord, we pray that you will empower them. The first lady of your state that have also promised to come, we pray, Lord, all of the officials we are expecting, Father, you will bring them graciously. Lord, let this meeting fulfill the prophetic essence in the name of Jesus, that all your state will be visited, particularly through these children, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for joining us again this morning. Uh, we'll start some 
discussions on, you know, it's going to be a series again this week. And we're going to be dealing with knowing God. Knowing God. You know, in Romans chapter 10, verses 1 and 2, Romans 10, 1 to 2, it said, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. This was the prayer of Apostle Paul for his people, the Jews, Israel. He said, my prayer for them is that they might be saved. And he testified they have a zeal for God. But one thing that was missing in them was knowledge. They really they love God, but they didn't know God. So his prayer was that they might be saved. Now, during his missionary journey, Apostle Paul passed through Athens, the city of Athens, a very religious community. And he saw something in Acts chapter 17 from verse 22 and 23. He said, then Paul stood in the midst of of Mass Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. Him that you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. Now, can you imagine a very devoted brother, very devoted sister, or a very religious community? They love God and they want to serve God. In fact, here, they have built an altar unto God and they root it on the altar to the unknown God. They offer their sacrifices. They have their burnt offering there. Yet, they were sacrificing to the unknown God. As I'm thinking of this, I know also in my heart that there are many in the church who sincerely love God, but they don't know Him. Beloved, I don't know how long you'll be in the church. There are people around you. Even each of us, the level of our work with God is dictated by our knowledge of him. The kind of Christianity we are practicing is a product of the knowledge of God that we have. Now, dearly beloved, 
I believe one thing in this season that one thing we need to do is the, for a believer to know God more personally. I perceive the need, the necessity for each of us to know God personally, intimately, and spiritually. Personal knowledge of God. There is a serious need for the believers of our days to be rooted in faith in order to instill peace in our hearts and stability in our work with God. Personal knowledge of God. There must be an emphasis in the church today that each one of us should discover God by ourselves. You know, the, the, the times are getting increasingly tougher. Even now, you realize the dimensions of these virtual meetings that coming together in many places is becoming a risk. We are scattered here and there. The one who does not know God in this kind of days is at the risk of losing his work with God being out of step with the Almighty. Ephesians chapter 4, in verse 14 says, it said that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and corny craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. There are many deceivers all around us. Very smooth-tongued individual. Or right, persuasive words. Very religious. With amended truth. They have carved out certain doctrines. And many people are falling prey. Excuse me. I'm saying this because... I believe we will be witnessing more of such deceptions. And except you know God personally, the God you are serving, your life is endangered. In fact, you have to know God beyond what your pastor is saying. Because if your faith is attached to your pastor, and not to God. The day that man err, you will err with him. If he falls, you are going down with him. So he said we should not be children that are tossed. Children are immature people. I mean, they don't have a mind of their own. They have not really secure knowledge. They are not matured in knowledge. So it's easy for them to be swapped here and there. And God said, he doesn't want us to be like that. Ephesians chapter 3 from verse 16 to 19 says, He said that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith that ye be rooted and grounded in love 
may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of God which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. This was the prayer of Paul for the Ephesian church. That God will grant unto each one according to the riches of glory to be strengthened with might in our inner man that Christ may dwell in each of us personally, that you be rooted, be rooted. This is the emphasis there. Be rooted, personal root, in God, so that you can be able to comprehend with all the same what God has for you, the length, the breadth, the height, the depth of God's love. In fact, Paul, the same Paul was writing to the Colossians in chapter 2, in verses 6 and 7. He said, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Being rooted and built up. Believers, my brother, you must develop your personal roots in God, in His Word. All right? It is vital, vital, very important. Because the true knowledge of God gives your life stability, it gives you peace. The true knowledge of God gives each of us access to all that pertain to life and godliness. You know, Second Peter chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of our God. True knowledge. He said, His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him. You can see now. Everything that pertains to life and godliness, we have access to them. We partake of them through the knowledge of God. Now, if you lack this knowledge, you lack all of this. You lack the peace. You lack the grace. Alright? And that is not a very safe situation. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, he said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And the Bible says in Proverbs 19, verse 2, it says also that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good. Beloved, it is not good for you to lack knowledge. You can be religious, but religiously ignorant. Don't know exactly what the Bible is saying. There are people who are being in the church five years, six years, they can't open their Bible to chapters easily. No depth in the Word. 
no appetite for the word, no interest. May the Lord turn the situation around the church. And I pray, beloved, for you that you will be rooted in God. In this week, we'll be looking at the knowledge of God, knowing God, knowing who your God is, knowing Him for yourself, knowing Him for your good. Please follow me this week as we share together. May the God of heaven take us to the depths of His knowledge. In Jesus' mighty name, the Lord bless you and your brother and friend, Sunday away. God bless your day, in Jesus' name.